As parents, we need to be more involved in the educational process of our children. Welcome to Chalk Talk with your host, Eric Hamilton. The three pillars of Eric's approach to parent engagement are academics, accountability, and advocacy, which empower parents to better support success at the child, school, and system level. And now, here is Eric Hamilton. Hello, America and listeners around the world. My name is Eric Hamilton, and I'm your host of Chalk Talk. Chalk Talk, for any loose list, uh, new listeners, will provide answers to questions that parents have about education. During the broadcast, if you have any questions or if you would like to send me an email, you can send it to schoolwise at yahoo.com. That's schoolwise at yahoo.com. Or you can send, uh, you can call in at 1-888-346-9141. You can call in and I would love to hear your opinion. Uh, I have a, a, another exciting show for you. It's going to be a little different, but Tonight I have a guest on who will come after the first break. She is from Seattle and she, Mrs. Bradford, she has some interesting things to talk about when it comes to parent engagement. Uh, the show that I have scheduled is the final part from what I discussed last week about, uh, uh does your school have a winning mindset? And during that show, uh, for any new listeners, I attempted to educate parents and to tell parents that what makes an effective school is having an effective team. And I used a baseball analogy to talk about how parents should look at all the various individuals that are on uh, the team, the principal, the school secretary, the teachers, the bus drivers, the custodial workers, all of those individuals work together to produce a product. And that product is to have a highly motivated emotionally balanced, highly academic child who is prepared to move on to the next level. The show that I have planned has another task, uh, another individual, what we're going to look at, which is the parent engagement liaison. And that's a title that you may not be familiar with. And tonight, by the end of the show, I want you as a parent to go out Find out who your representative at the school after hearing some wonderful information, and you can then begin to get into the game. You can begin to make uh, some inroads at your school. Uh, before I get into that part, I would like to do a couple of uh, quick updates. Uh, last week, I talked about the potential for me to launch a book, and I am still working on that book. Uh, my, my website that you can go to is called SchoolWise. Dot com. Uh, I ask that you go on there because it, that particular website really captures my goal. Uh, SchoolWise is dedicated to helping parents become more effective partners. Key words there, ladies and gentlemen, partners to support their child's academic success. Instead of wondering why certain things are happening at your child's school, they can become wise about the educational process. 
So it's kind of a play on words there, but it really is about you as the parent becoming wise. My guest tonight is a uh, young lady that has the content material and can help you navigate through your school. And many parents are not even aware that the, aware that the schools have an individual that's specifically designed to reach you, to answer your questions, and to guide you through the process. So I'm excited to have my guests on, and I'm excited to talk about uh, the book that, again, when it is launched, it will be uh, uh, notified on my website. The name of my website is schoolwise.com. Please go online, take a look at that, give me your feedback, read the blogs, and I'm always open for feedback. The other thing that I'd like to do uh, tonight, I have three emails that I would like to read from parents. One of the things that I'm getting from parents, which I'm always interested in feedback, I have three emails that I want to share with you that I've received, and I want to talk about them because they have specific questions. And these questions might be questions that you as a parent have. Uh, the beautiful part about technology, if you missed this show tonight, please tell someone. Please go online. Download from Voice America. Go to Chalk Talk, Eric Hamilton. Go and listen to the shows because and tell a friend. All those things are very important. I know parents are struggling with a variety of issues. So if you don't get it live, you can always go online and you can always listen. And please share, share the information. If you think it's an effective job, share. So I want to want to make sure that I, I talk about the website as well as uh, utilizing the wonderful services that Voice America offers. Um, Sharon from Warsaw, Indiana. Sharon sent me an email, says, hi, Eric, I love your show. I have a question about my child's learning math. No textbook for a third grader. Seems odd. What are your thoughts? Well, Sharon, I, I would agree with you. Um, I can speak from personal experience that a lot of school districts are starting to go that way. Um, my time as a high school social studies teacher, I had a chance to sit on a textbook review committee, which textbooks are, are big business, ladies and gentlemen. There are huge amounts of money that are invested in acquiring textbooks. And what I'm learning uh, from the textbook people is that school systems are now starting to utilize their funds a little bit more efficiently because technology is now allowing students to actually move to what's called ebooks. I've I've talked about that on this show a couple of times. Now, am I a big fan of ebooks? Uh, it sounds real good in theory, but I'm kind of an old school teacher, and I believe that every student should have a textbook. I believe that students should have something to model. And textbooks are always there to teach kids when, are, when those are individuals that are struggling. So, Sharon, I would agree with you. Uh, it is kind of odd, but unfortunately it is the reality of a lot of our public education systems. A lot of it is cost-oriented. Uh, I ask you to go and talk to your principal and see what you can do to make sure that your child has a textbook in every class. I, I ask that you, you do that. Uh, next email, uh, Amber Lynn from America's Georgia. Hello, Eric. I would really, I really love listening to your show. Uh, you give parents a lot of information to think about. What are your thoughts about the IB curriculum versus the AP curriculum? Give me your thoughts. Uh, Amber Lynn, that's an interesting topic because I've had the 
chance of teaching in both of those uh, subjects uh, for those individuals who may not be very clear as to what I'm speaking of or what this information is about. Uh, in high school, many high schools around the country are faced with trying to attract the best and the brightest in terms of, of content material. And right now, IB, which is International Baccalaureate, or AP are the two choices that a lot of school districts are toying with to try to figure out which is the best. Uh, I don't think that you can go wrong with either one of those, but unfortunately, I tend to side, and I know my international listeners are probably not going to approve, but I tend to approve uh, side with the AP only because I think some of the assessments that your child will be facing in high school I think some of those assessments are a little clearer to understand and they are and they are more attainable. Uh, I don't really get into which one is, quote, harder or challenging. Both of them have those uh, those issues. Uh, but I'm a fan of AP and, and that's that's what I recommend. And the last one, uh, Mamie Carthen from the great state of Texas. How would you address this problem? And I found this thought it was very interesting. Cheerleaders in high schools today are just out of control. Something needs to change about how our girls are being viewed at basketball games. I completely agree with you, Ms. Carthen. I have a nine-year-old daughter, and some of the outfits that I see some of our young people are wearing, I have a fundamental problem with them. Uh, as a high school teacher, uh, some of my students... Uh, I would see them perform during games, and I would have some conversations with some of those individuals, those who I, you know, developed a, a positive relationship with. Um, I advocate for you to go and again talk to the coordinator, talk to whoever is in charge of those types of social activities, and really press upon them what is age appropriate. What is something that we want to demonstrate for our young people, uh, especially when we're in a society where everything is about image? It's about how we look. And and that that's the message that we want to make sure that we're clear on. So I would say first talk with the coordinator uh, of this particular activity. Uh, come in, be positive. Uh, don't come in and say, how dare you have my kids looking this way. Come in and try to have a sense of. Uh, how are we going to build a consensus to make a change because this is not appropriate? Uh, if you can't find any results from that, a lot of times the athletic director of the school may want to have an input because it kind of falls in that arena. And, of course, if you can't get any action there, by all means, go to the principal and have a conversation and be very persistent to say, hey, this is something that you believe in uh, because as a parent, you want to have input. So, again, I want to thank all of those uh, parents who took time to send me an email. And if you have any uh, questions or comments, you can send them to schoolwise at yahoo.com or you can send me uh, any information from Twitter, which is school underscore wise. And I'll be happy to respond with you on that. As I get prepared to go to my break and introduce when we come back my guest for the night, I want to make sure that we're clear in understanding the purpose of what we're, we're speaking about. And that is, unbeknownst to a lot of individuals, uh, I know my school had a parent liaison contact. 
they did a lot of different things, and we'll talk about that when we come back for the break. But this is your parents. If you have a question, if you have an issue, if you have something that you want to get the process started, the school has a person specifically designed to form a relationship with you. Uh, I oftentimes hear parents say that they are very frustrated because the principal, they can't get to, to the principal. Ladies and gentlemen, principals are absolutely overworked. They have an unbelievably demanding schedule. If you just saw what a principal did from the time they get in to the time they leave, you'll see why they demand a top dollar in their schools because they have unbelievable issues they're having to deal with. Thanks to the federal government, thanks to Title I funding, and thanks to uh, many people, we now have some support. And when we come back, we're going to talk to one of our country's leading experts on parent liaison engagement. And we'll come back and we'll have a great conversation. So please stay tuned. You're listening to Eric Hamilton on Chalk Talk. Time for our first break. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com If you are having difficulty balancing everything in your life, be sure to tune in to Change is Personal with Kim Fuller. Each week, we'll help you do your own self-assessment to handling relationships, family, life challenges, health, and personal goals. Kim and her guests share from experiences and offer advice and resources to keep your life on track. Change is Personal with Kim Fuller can be heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen and start having a fuller life. Want the inside scoop about what's going on in the social networks of art and entertainment? Tune in to Star Power Hour, brought to you by 4talent.com. We'll talk to the top professionals in the entertainment industry and find out what they're working on and what's next. Your host is James Barber, who has his finger on the pulse of the arts and entertainment world. Star Power Hour, brought to you by 4talent.com, live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Each week, Jimmy Gould brings you the stories and the people that you want to hear about. Tune in to A Current Life to hear about the journey to success, how our guests became the people they are today, and the highs and lows they experienced along the way. Each hour will leave you inspired and entertained as Jimmy gets up close and personal with every week's guest and shares ideas you can identify with and apply to your own life. A Current Life with Jimmy Gould airs Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Chalk Talk with Eric Hamilton. We want to hear from you during today's show by phone or by email. 
please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to schoolwise at yahoo.com. That's S-C-H-O-O-L-W-H-Y-S at yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Thanks for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. This is Eric Hamilton on Chalk Talk. Tonight, I am joined by uh, way of Skype technology, uh, Mrs. Bradford, who is a parent liaison from the state of Washington, and she's going to tell us uh, a little bit about herself and how she's uh, is able to get into the type of work that she's doing. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Eric, and uh, thanks for the opportunity to share with your listeners. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. You're um, before we start uh, getting into some of the specifics, tell, tell me a little bit about yourself and your background. Sure. So as, as you mentioned, I am from I, I live in Washington state and I'm actually a native of the state. Um, I've spent the last 10 years uh, formally uh, working in school districts, uh, working to influence and create inclusive school environments uh, that embrace students, family, and community involvement and engagement. Um, part of what led me to this work is uh, uh, ultimately was my, my personal experiences of, of uh, progressing through inequitable systems um, and systems that uh, did not always uh, uh, did didn't always know what access was available. And so I watched my mother uh, struggle through the school systems and uh, not always knowing what questions to ask and so uh, and therefore not always receiving uh, the same assistance and resources that others had. And so interestingly enough, I, the, the very school system that I graduated out of uh, over 25 years ago, I was able to return back to this school district. Uh, Congratulations. Work at the, thank you. Thank you. It's, it's, that, it's been, um, that, is, that is an accomplishment. Congratulations on doing that. Thank you. Thank you. It, it's been a, a humbling yet uh, eye-opening uh, experience. So that's what, but that's what brings me to this work and, and also just understanding that many of the academic dis- disparities that exist uh, for racially and culturally diverse communities are really opportunity gaps, and uh, largely because um, of families not having the the opportunities and access uh, that empower students um, to to be academically successful. Okay, wonderful. And it sounds like your passion has been centered around uh, it's been centered around the ability to try to address this issue. Correct. Correct. Okay. Definitely. Uh, working with, with uh, uh, and the passion is really around um, underserved and underrepresented families uh, in, in, in the community. Uh, and so, and making certain that we're targeting them because those are usually the, the, the families that don't uh, have access or know that uh, programs exist for students. Okay. Uh, what part of the state, I think we, we shared this during one of our conversations, uh, just for our, our listeners who may not be familiar with the state. Uh, what, what, describe your work environment, uh, the city, uh, the community, give, give us a kind of a backdrop as to, as to what your, your work looks like. Sure. 
So the, the, uh, I'll, I'll speak, uh, demographics, uh, for the community. So Bellevue is a suburb of, of, of Washington, in Washington. It's just outside. It's east of Seattle. Uh-huh. Uh, probably about, uh, 10 to 15 miles east of, uh, Seattle, the metropolitan city. Um, when I grew up in Bellevue, uh, it was, uh, predominantly, uh, a white environment. Uh, the, the schools, um, uh, were predominantly white. Returning back to Bellevue, um, the, the current, currently the, uh, minority groups make up 53% of the students, uh, enrollment. There's 81 languages spoken. Wow. Uh, yeah, and um, uh, nearly 22% of the students uh, receive free and reduced-priced meals. And so okay. it's, uh, it's, it's really an interesting, um, uh, it's, it's pretty complex because whereas you have, we have many uh, areas that are, are quite affluent, we do have area pockets in, in the city that are... Um, impoverished, and uh, like I said, uh, that's where the, most of those students, uh, the 22% of those students that receive free and reduced lunch uh, do reside. So it, okay. it, makes it, it makes it a little difficult sometimes to uh, get resources in this area and or to um, help people to understand uh, what resources are needed in this area and that and to, to bring to uh, the surface, the, 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 the issues and problems that exist, uh, because of maybe racially and, uh, culturally diverse backgrounds, mm. as well as, uh, uh, low social, social, socioeconomic backgrounds. And so I think because the reputation of the city for so long has been that it's just a, a more affluent area, uh, there aren't many problems or, or issues. Uh, mm-hmm. It does make it a little more difficult uh, because we're, we're trying to bring awareness to the issues that do exist, uh. um, like the like the achievement gap that does exist here. Uh, though though it is um, uh, uh, small uh, in comparison to other districts, uh, it does exist, and so a okay. lot of times it's hard to um, to get uh, the community at large to to recognize and rally around supports for that. And and that's a very interesting point, and I want to I want to come back to that because uh, I think I may have shared with you is my previous environment. Uh, it's it's difficult, and I don't think that. And you are one hundred percent right, uh, correct in that. Uh, in an environment like that, it sounds very similar to the environment that I worked in previous, where you're trying to advocate for things like uh, the achievement gap. Mm-hmm. And and for some reason, and I haven't figured this out, that the achievement gap seems to be an only an issue when it's an area where the the, the dominant population is being affected by this achievement gap. Correct. But if it's if it's an achievement gap that where the the population is the minority, mm-hmm. then for some reason, and tell me if I'm if I'm saying it incorrectly, for some reason it doesn't have that same pressing concern. Would you say that's fair? Oh, definitely, definitely. Okay, I, okay, okay. I, yeah, I, I, that's interesting. We'll we'll have a chance to come back to that. Uh, how would you describe the type of work that you do for our listeners? How would you describe what you do every day? Uh, what I do every day, I, I mean, describing it is a little difficult, just because uh, no day really looks the same. Um, uh-huh. But uh, the objective of each day is truly to make certain that we're 
creating uh, structures, uh, sustainable systems are put in place that help families and community partners to be able to engage uh, all for the purpose of academic achievement for our students. Um, and so that really can look a, a, a number of different ways. Uh, like I, I, I participate in school improvement teams, and these are teams that are are in corrective uh, stages uh, due to not making the um, annual yearly progress uh, measurement. And so I sit on these teams to make certain that family and community engagement uh, does exist in their plans. Uh, okay. Okay. And and that's and that's a very critical point. Uh, I make reference to on this show. Uh, I even have it in 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 an upcoming book where I talk about that. Are parents? Does your school system allow parents? For uh, for the process to be transparent, meaning there's some type of parent representative that sits on that team. Yes, uh, for those uh, schools that are definitely in, uh, in that reconstructing phase, uh, that is mandatory. Uh, it it has not been a school a district mandate, and so that okay. is something that uh, we're having to look to. Okay. But for for those for those specific schools, yes, it is mandatory that there's okay. parent engagement. And do and do you recruit from PTA? Do you go through? How do you? Because my my purpose for asking that, there may be a parent that's listening, mm-hmm. who is not even aware of what a school improvement plan is. Uh, sure. There's a parent that's listening right now that say, "Hey, you know, I've heard somebody talk about that, but how would I get involved with that?" And and when we come back from the break, I, I want you to talk a little bit more about that because I understand exactly what you're making reference to. I applaud your school system for even having a parent involved because most systems, I don't know if you're aware of it, but most systems, the school improvement plan is tucked away in a corner in somebody's closet. And yeah. you only pull it out when someone within the authority actually comes into the building to actually look for it. So I applaud your system. Uh, for, for, for taking that initiative. Uh, how would you define, uh, parent engagement? What, what, how do you define it? Because I'm learning that everyone has a specific definition, a specific vision. I'd love to hear yours. Sure. Well, I see, uh, and I, and I do make a differentiation between involvement and, en- and engagement. Um, and I know that some people use those two words interchangeably, but yes. I look at involvement as being, uh, has the potential of being one way. And so uh-huh. if, if I as the district or the school say, oh, we need parents to come to our, our curriculum night, so we sent out a flyer. And then, then to me, I'm only looking to involve the parents. And so, but if I, if I then engage the parents in such a way that I say, hey, parent team that I already have in place, um, we're looking to have a curriculum night. Help me plan this. What are the things that we need to consider? Uh, what are the, do we need child care? Do we need, uh, uh, what time of day do these, does, does the meeting need to be? Does it need to be curriculum night? What, what other ideas do you have? And that way we're looking to engage the parent. And so we're looking at it being more of a partnership. Uh-huh. And so we're looking at a continuum from from going from involvement to empowerment, and so we're looking to. Um, but that that that's that's a, mostly how I I would define engagement. Is, is is it 
it helps the parent to partner um, in in the in the in the um, district or the school. Okay, okay. That you know what? If I could get you to uh, rephrase that so I can patent that, that would be the logo of my show. <laughs> you you summed it up absolutely perfectly. Uh, I love your perspective. Uh, it's not a one way street. It's not, and and what you'll find is is that most most school systems, mm-hmm. it's one way. It's hey parents, show up, do this. We'll let you know when we need more of that. Don't mm-hmm. ask any questions. Don't drop in. We'll see you when we see you, and be be happy and know that we're taking care of your child. Right. And and in a lot of places, that's where a lot of parents are are frustrated. Um, I want to stop at that moment and and take our, our next break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about a wonderful program that I think we should all uh, take a listen to, uh, the Ambassador Program. We'll talk about more about parent engagement and the school improvement plan. Uh, this is Eric Hamilton on Chalk Talk. We are uh, lucky to have Mrs. Bradford, who is from Bellevue uh, in in the great state of Washington. So please stay tuned. We'll be back after a short break. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. It's time to take an amazing journey, a journey to gold. Join your host, CJ, every week as she introduces you to amazing people who are following their dreams and changing their lives with a new attitude. Hear from the stars who are stepping outside the box. Be sure to listen for the Dream Quest Challenge with Josie Pasentino, where you'll vote on the music of independent artists. Find out how you can be a part of this life-changing experience. Maybe we'll be talking to you on a future show. Journey to Gold is heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. How can we Americans realize our dreams to earn a living? How can you pursue your dream and make money as an owner or an employee? Learn how at The American Business Person, the online weekly radio talk show hosted by Rich Killian. Today's business leaders share how to succeed and what fails. If you own a new or established business or ever hope to, you must tune in. Join us every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central, and noon Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Or listen on demand to our archived shows. Listen for Trust Across America every week on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in as host Jordan Kimmel is joined by national experts in the fields of accounting, finance, organizational behavior, and sustainability as well as companies that are applying strategies that are enabling them to be recognized as doing the right thing by the American Trust Awards. Your host, Jordan Kimmel, is himself a trusted professional with years of experience in applying strategies and consulting with today's leading firms. Trust Across America is heard Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Chalk Talk with Eric Hamilton. We want to hear from you during today's show by phone or by email. Please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 
or send an email to schoolwise at yahoo.com. That's S-C-H-O-O-L-W-H-Y-S at yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. This is Eric Hamilton, uh, host of Chalk Talk. I am joined with Mrs. Bradford from Bellevue, Washington. We're talking about parent engagement. And we're having a great conversation where uh, before we took our last break, we talked about what her school district is involved in. And I must compliment her school district because uh, she made a reference to school improvement plan. And a lot of times, Mrs. Bradford, what I will attempt to do is because we, you know, we have a lot of listeners who are not aware of a lot of the lingo that we use as educators. One of the uh, the challenging part about what we do every day is that we're talking to each other, and I know exactly what you're talking about. I hear uh, the passion in your voice. I hear the instructional uh, methodology that's going on. But for a lot of parents around this country, they're like, uh, what's that? What's what's the purpose? Um, just so that we can continue to empower, because, again, we're operating off this empowerment theme, which is what this which was what my whole show is about. Sounds like what your life mission is as well. Uh, tell us uh, what is the what happens in those school improvement plans because uh, I know what they do from the administrator side, and I know right now there's someone listening who's like, "Hmm, I need to know more about that." Tell us what what those meetings uh, look like. Well, sure. The uh, the school improvement team that I'm a part of uh, in three different schools. These uh, these are very unique because um, they are specifically targeted to improve um, the, the the academically improve the school uh, from that place of uh, where they were not meeting annual yearly progress and and basically what I mean by that is they had underperformed uh, continuously I think it's for uh, at least five years uh, wow. on the on the standardized test. Uh, state test. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, it becomes a mandate uh, uh, that the, the state steps in and and you're actually required to put together a school improvement team. But it must have, it must uh, have, have meet all of the different components. Uh, so there must be teachers, there must be um, um, uh, the district administrators. There must be people from the, uh, to talk about behavior and discipline, uh, and again, family and parent engagement, uh, and, and community engagement. So that's the school improvement team. But there's also the school school improvement plans that that uh-huh. each school does need uh-huh. to have in place. The way uh-huh. I see those plans is that those should actually be kind of somewhat of a strategic plan. Um, that that schools use uh, for the year, and so they should be listing in their their um, annual goals, uh, what it is that they want to focus on, their priorities, uh, how the strategies, how they uh, identify they will meet these these goals and objectives, and then um, and then the accountability. So for yes. those, we do have parents. Uh, so parents need to be a part of, of, of that, those meetings, uh, and those, those, it may be a series of meetings, maybe three, four, five meetings that take place to, to, to come together with this plan. And then all of those, uh, folks that are involved, including the parents, 
sign off on that plan. But you said something before the break that was um, uh, correct, uh, in that many times these plans then sit on a shelf until someone comes by just to, you know, make certain that they exist. And yes. so um, schools that are... Uh, uh, that, that, that are really serious about these plans and, uh, and serious about the engagement that has, uh, the, yes. especially the parent engagement and the, the time yes. that people have committed towards these plans. Schools that are, are, are really committed to that, they, they keep their plans out and they have yes. accountability teams. These, these, the very people uh-huh. that created the plan then serve as those, uh, uh, that accountability team that then makes certain that, uh, that the plan is being uh, facilitated in such a way. Mm-hmm. That meets the goals and objectives. And and you you are, are are correct. And I'm glad that you you uh, had a chance to tell us about that because the purpose for what we're doing right now, and and you and I are using this unbelievable thing called Skype as a piece of technology. Mm-hmm. And you're in Seattle. I'm in parts unknown, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And we're having a conversation. And the purpose of this conversation is to actually empower parents mm-hmm. to say, hey, I was not aware that there's something that's supposed to happen. I, I was not aware that there's a school improvement plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can tell you from firsthand, and, and when you said that, it hit a nerve with me because one of my requirements that I had to do while I was in undergraduate school is to find my school improvement plan mm-hmm. and actually take a look at it and actually present it back with my small team while I was in graduate school. Mm. Well, I looked and looked and looked and couldn't find my school improvement plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I had to actually, I had to do some amazing things. And to your point, this is why in my philosophy, there are three topics, three issues that are key. And that's academics, mm-hmm. which are always in play. Accountability, which is what you're speaking of about parent accountability, teacher accountability. How do we hold people accountable? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last one is advocacy. And that's what you and I are doing right now. So we're trying to tell parents that if you really want to, like you said, if you're serious about this, go and ask about your school improvement plan. It might make someone uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. They may give you the runaround. They may say, oh, it's on the, it's on the Internet. No, it's not on the Internet. Mm-hmm. Now it's in Mrs. Williams' office. Well, Mrs. Williams' office was move. Now that's where the custodian, they may give you all kind of things, but every school is required to have this document. And that's a very good document mm-hmm. to have when you're talking about making an improvement. And, and you're absolutely correct. And if I could just go, go uh, further in that, uh, mm-hmm. we're looking to hopefully empower the listeners with more information is possibly even making a recommendation at the district level that the Plans. If there's 27 schools in the district, then 27 uh-huh. uh, plans exist at the at the district level, and yes. so then a parent would be able to uh, come to a centralized place and be able to look at that plan away from the away from the principal, you know, or, or the school staff, so that if there's any tension there, you know, yes. that, that would not exist at that uh, centralized um, district office. But okay. um, I've I've worked in another district where that's uh, what what we did there was we had the plans in one centralized place. Of course, they still existed at the schools, but right. copies of those plans existed at the at the district office. And I, I think that was uh, that was innovative for, for a district. Yes, yes, yes. And 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 one of the litmus tests that I have now about uh, 
school choice and school selection is now I want to see if you've got your uh, school improvement plan on your website. If To me, when I see a school that's online and they don't have their school improvement plan, that's a red flag for me because mm-hmm. you're saying that my school is perfect mm-hmm. and I don't have to improve anything. And therefore, I don't need to because either I don't know how to put it online or I can't find it. So that's a red, fl- a red flag for me. Um, I-, I want you to talk about this because, again, uh, I am giving kind of the perspective of what I hear from parents. Um, in your in your school improvement plan meetings, have mm-hmm. you heard uh, any of the administrators or any of the people involved say, well, you know, one of the reasons that we didn't make our AYP is because of this particular population. This particular population in our school, there's a language barrier mm-hmm. or there's a cultural barrier. Mm-hmm. Has, has that type of conversation uh, happened in your discussions? Because I am certain that it happens and I'm mm-hmm. certain that parents walk away thinking, what are we to do? You know, Erica, you know, I have to be honest, I, I haven't heard that in, in those settings where parents yes. are, are, are present. Uh-huh. I certainly, you know, being in, in several districts have heard it amongst my peers, my colleagues, yes. that, yes. um, yeah, certainly it's a conversation that does happen and, um, that, you know, well, because of, you know, um, even when we look at the the achievement, uh, the, the the gap, the achievement yes. gap, you know, yes. we we can see the disparity there of uh, ethnically, you know, and uh, culturally. If we talk about the culture of of, of poverty, we can yes. see who is uh, uh, dominant uh, in 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 the gaps. And mm-hmm. so we we do have those conversations, but we 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 try to have them from a generative place of what are the opportunities. That exists here. So, if it's a uh, if it's if it's a language barrier, what systems do we need to put in place uh, to make certain that we're we're addressing language? Uh, yes. If it's a, if if it's a, um, again socioeconomic, and, and and we know that uh, when that um, does exist, then there's usually a lack of access and a lack yes. of opportunity. So then yes. uh, for our district, uh, brand new this year, this school year, is we have um, have uh, implemented the Department of Equity. And wow. so um, and so there there there's a there's an equity plan and an equ- equity policy that, that will be coming. That doesn't exist right now, but an equity plan to where it lays on top of everything else that's done. And so uh, it lays on top of recruitment and retention of staff. It lays on top of curriculum for students. It lays on top of family engagement. So that everything is being looked at through an equity lens. So yes, those conversations do exist. I can't necessarily say that I've been a part of, uh, of, of a conversation that existed where parents were present, but, um, from a, a from a planning, uh, perspective, we have those conversations as a way to look at who is who, who, who who's who's uh, predominantly in the, in this gap and, and what can we do about that? Okay, okay. Well, th- those are the type of commentary that I think have to come out, and I think they have to. We have to address them. Uh, I've been in certain settings where, uh, particularly. Uh, no specific groups were identified, but there's the implication 
that because of language barrier, uh, mm-hmm. that somehow we can't achieve our goals. And I, I think those are pretty simple excuses not to actually achieve our goals. Uh, but I want to come back to that and talk about your, your, your crown jewel of a program, uh, for Washington. Uh, I am Eric Hamilton again. This is Chalk Talk. Uh, we're going to take our break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about one of the more uh, outstanding parent engagement programs that I've had a chance to hear about. And uh, we come back, we'll, we'll, we'll finish up with uh, parent engagement. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. We let so many outside factors mold and shape our lives. Technology, instant delivery. We live in an on-demand world. What's happened to the compassion, the kindness, a better pace? Listen to Might Radio with host Gabriella Von Ray. We'll bring that kindness and compassion back to our world. Our guests come from around the world and we'll discuss what's being done and what we can do to bring our lives back to order. Might Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. Zoom Leadership. It's the big picture issues of the day, up close and personal capabilities of leadership, and a desirable future of constant renewal. Zoom Leadership. It's the economic crisis made clear, patterns and perspectives of leadership, and the importance of changing the way we pursue our future. Join host John Schmidt every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Zoom Leadership. An inside look at what's really going on in business, government, and civil society. Tune in every week on the Voice America Business Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Chalk Talk with Eric Hamilton. We want to hear from you during today's show by phone or by email. Please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to schoolwise at yahoo.com. That's S-C-H-O-O-L-W-H-Y-S at yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are joined with Mrs. Bradford from uh, the wonderful state of Washington, and we're talking about parent engagement. And I want to make sure that I give her enough time uh, to talk about your program, and and then we'll move from there to to finish up some of the things we talked about in the break. Uh, Specifically, talk about the, the program, the highlights, how it's designed, and what are you proud of that you're doing? Sure. So uh, a new program that we're just implementing and we'll have our first uh, training session in February for our parents is called a Parent Ambassador uh, Program. And so um, it's truly 
helping parents to become greater and more effective advocates uh, and partners uh, in, in their child's education. And so we've got a couple of different, a few different areas of focus. Um, one will be uh, school, dis- school and district navigation, and the objective for, for that is for parents uh, to become familiar with the structure and function of the school and the district. Thank um, you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, and we want them to be able to identify key uh, school and district personnel and learn the steps to address and solve problems. Uh, the next mm-hmm. component is going to be uh, effective parent and teacher communication. Oh, we know beautiful. that um, parents, uh, I'm a parent, and so I, I would tell you, you know, I don't have a problem advocating and communicating, but what we want to do is help help families uh, with effective communication uh, that, that's viewed as effective uh, for the school district uh, personnel. So uh, parents will learn and receive tools to prepare for an effective parent and teacher conference. Uh, they will learn, um, they'll feel confident about uh, leaving parent-teacher conferences with an understanding yes. of the expectations uh, yes. for their student and how to increase their student's academic levels. Um, another component of the training will be effective leadership and advocacy. Oh, wow. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, we're excited about that. Um, wow. Participants will learn um, how to, they'll develop their own partnership process for advocating for their students' academic success. And so they'll, they'll learn to view themselves as a, as a partner. I think we have so many parents uh, culturally and for other different reasons who see the, who see the, 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 the school as the um, authority. And whereas yes. we know that there is some expertise that exists, there's yes. also expertise that parents have as the parent. And so we want parents to come together and be able to develop a plan so that they see themselves as equal partners. Um, in their child's education. Um, the participants will be encouraged to partner with other parents and students in need of effective advocacy and academic success. So they'll, they'll also um, uh, avail themselves to the school, these ambassadors. So once they, once they complete the training and they'll have their certificates, the, 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 the role of the school would be to recognize and utilize them as ambassadors. So not every parent is going to go go through the, the ambassador training, but then the school knows, hey, I've got five ambassadors here. So if I need um, help getting to, you know, Mrs. Smith over here or so forth, or, or Mrs., Mrs. Smith says that she needs some type of liaison to meet with the teacher because she doesn't uh, feel like uh, there's an understanding when she meets just one-on-one with that teacher, then that ambassador is there. So in a nutshell, I'm, you know, just trying to be brief, but um, just give you some components of what the, what the ambassador training will look like. You know, I will say, and, and I, I, I did take a little time to look it up after we, we spoke, and it does seem to be one of the nation's more aggressive but yet clear-cut terms of how to engage. And, and I know that, that – that I'm kind of biased in it because it uses a lot of the language that I use on my show, and that's academics, accountability, and advocacy. And I love the leadership component. I love the 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 way it's set up. And mm-hmm. I would say, America listeners around the world, if if you want to take something to your state 
and take something to your community, that's one to take a look at. Tell us how we can find out, and we've got about four minutes to go. Tell us how we can find out about uh, if you have a website or anything to give listeners on where they can learn more about it. You know, I would I would give my email address uh, just yes. because our website is is catching up to where we are, <laughs> so it's not on the website. But my email address is uh, Bradford, which is B R A D F O R D F, like Frank. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. At B S D, that's Boy Sam David four zero five dot org. Okay, okay. And and again, I would say parents and, and first before we because we're we we've got a, a little a little time to go, uh I would say definitely go online, parents. If you have a chance, go online, take a look at this program. This is something and again, uh this show is catered towards those parents who are trying to get involved, those parents who are desperately trying to find solutions. And I know that they're out there. This is a model. This is something that you can look at and you can say, hmm, I really like this. This sounds like something that we could perhaps implement. Let me go and talk to my principal. Let me go talk to my PTA person and find out about this model and find out, you know, is this something that we can replicate? And uh, that's why I wanted to have you on because it sounds like it's a great program. And I hope that at some point in time that you will come back on the show. Certainly. Be happy to. I, I, I thank you for, for coming in and uh, uh, joining us on the show. And uh, I ask that you to, to, to give some attention to this concept of parent engagement. And that is when we talked last week about a winning mindset and about how you should have a winning mindset. Now you have the perspective of what does winning look like. Uh, you have a perspective of all the individuals that are in the building. Now you know specifically what parent engagement looks like. Now you have something that as a parent you can take with you. you every school has some type of parent liaison contact person, and, and I ask that parents go to the school and, and find out who that person is and form a relationship with them. Exchange ideas. Be positive. Be proactive. Work to build partnerships. And if you do that, you will see that you can bring effective change to your school and to your community. As always, if you have an opportunity to be, to do something positive for your school, I applaud you and I advocate for you to do that. Next week, we're going to talk about another uh, wonderful topic about uh, accountability. What does that look like? And I ask that you have a great week and go out and be empowered. Thank you for listening. Thank you again for joining us for Chalk Talk. Please join Eric Hamilton again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for more of everything that parents should know about school. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericaempowerment.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 